This series is a story about Daniel. He struggled with anxiety and low self-worth. He lived with experiences he didn't understand or could share. That is, until he met me, Leslie. I helped Daniel make sense of his life and harness his power. Within a week, his whole life changed. This program shows what happened and what Daniel learned. Find out how you can do it too. Join Daniel and I as we share how to harness personal growth to transform your world. Welcome to Valuable Insight. Our strengths are our tools, our personal reality. Our weaknesses are only what we are not. Joseph Batten. Strengths and weaknesses. You know, Daniel, when you first called me, you felt that hearing spirit and being sensitive to other people's thoughts and feelings was a weakness. And I remember telling you that that was not a weakness, but a strength. But the only way to know what that weakness can do for you is by examining it and evaluating, evaluating it and using it. Absolutely. And once you learn to listen and you learn to evaluate, it does become a strength. You have to know what you're tapping into. You have to know what you're strong at, what you're not so strong at. You have to know how this is going to help you, when it's going to help you, and how you can help somebody else. Mm. That's, the, that's the main point. How is it going to help me? When is it going to help me? But how is it going to help somebody else? Because it's not just us. It's everybody else. Mm. You have to know in life what you're good at, what you're not so good at. But with understanding what you're not so good at, how can I better myself to be even better at that? Yeah. To work forward towards that. Mm -hmm. To be like, okay, this is what I want to do. A strength is great. You can be in school, you can be good at math. You can be in school and you can be bad at biology. What is it going to take me to get better at that subject? Mm. Who can I reach out to? What can I reach out to? It's all about the balance in life. You're strong in certain areas. You're not so strong in other areas. Me riding horses. I'm talented all the way around. Yeah. But when I began, there were so many things I didn't know. I knew how to clean a stall. I didn't even know how to saddle a horse. I was like, what am I doing here? What am I good at? What am I not good at? And it's all about trial and error. It's all about putting yourself in the position of being uncomfortable to get comfortable. Yeah. And that for me is a huge thing because a lot of the times I'm uncomfortable in situations. I'm uncomfortable in public speaking. I'm uncomfortable being around groups of people. I'm uncomfortable driving on a crowded highway. I'm uncomfortable at the beach when there's thousands of kids running around. But you put yourself in that situation and you adapt to it. And you'll adapt to it so much that it will become a strain. I think also, Daniel, that discomfort is also a point of awareness. Mm-hmm. Because it's going, I feel something. Mm-hmm. And that's the process of being alive, is that discomfort of feeling something. I think people become afraid of their discomforts. Mm. And then they label it as, oh, it's a weakness. 
Absolutely. That's what you're saying. You said to me, I'm scared of this. I'm scared that I can't go out with people. I'm scared of you're public speaking now. We're talking together and surely in front of thousands of people once they get to that certain point. And it's, we can't say that discomfort is a bad thing. It's not. There's information in it. Even in my book, The Money Formula, when we talk about um, the discomfort of the pain or a negative emotion, it's a door. Mm-hmm. And if we walk through the door of awareness and going, okay, I'm feeling something, it doesn't feel comfortable. It's this awareness of something has to change or you need to know something. There's an evolutionary value to discomfort. And people associate discomfort with weakness and they say, oh, well, I am. Are you really? No. Because once you started to recognize that you can start to, to shield yourself and to make energetic boundaries and you can say no to spirits and tell uh-huh. them to go away, those voices in your head were no longer weaknesses, but they were a source of strength. Let the weak say that I am strong. Let the poor say that I am rich. And it really is going, if you recognize that weakness, then it becomes an opportunity to become strong. Absolutely. I feel for some reason, as I'm, I'm listening to you, I feel this energy of somebody who's going to be listening to this. Maybe they just moved to this country. Maybe either they're, I feel like this person is like an, a refugee. I feel like this person has come from somewhere that they didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they had to leave. And I feel like there was no other choice. And when you go into a new place or you go to a new country, you feel like people can sometimes make immigrants feel like crap. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, go through that process. I, you know, I've learned a second language, traveled around the world, and sometimes you feel so disconnected. And it's that perfect opportunity to engage with your surroundings, to, like you said, with horses, you put yourself right into it mm-hmm. from a state of ignorance to a state of mastery. Absolutely. And not being afraid of the unknowns. You have to welcome them. You have to welcome what's unknown. Otherwise, you're living in habits. Mm. And that I cannot do. I cannot live in a habit. I cannot live my life the same way every day. I love a challenge. I love to learn new things. That's my strength. I don't really even believe in a weakness. But to be in that state mm-hmm. of breaking a habit, always something new, you must, as, as almost like a, a variable or even a constant of that experience, you must put yourself into an unknown situation. You must Absolutely. put yourself in a state of discomfort. Mm-hmm. To learn a new language, Oh, it's not easy. It's not easy to go to a new place and to do something new. It's like learning the law. Mm-hmm. And I remember learning the law and going to classes and trying to learn it the way that my professors wanted me to learn it. And I just, it just wasn't clicking for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember being yelled at in class by my professors for asking two smart questions. And it's embarrassing by all regards right any kind of student who asks a question and then being told that's a dumb question you shouldn't be asking that question and you're just like you know what am i going to shrink from it because i was embarrassed and it was a bad situation and let it make me weak or am i going to push forward and ask somebody who will accept that and who will help me 
And once I started to recognize the discomfort, the weakness in what I was experiencing, the grade that I got, I didn't like, that I felt in by no means conformed to the concept of myself. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, this weakness is information that will let me know I need to do something different. I need to change. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is going back to your strengths. For me, it was learning through visual. And because of that, I started doing visual notes. And then the learning, I learned so much in a short amount of time and began to master it and have a, a really quick memory to it that I realized that I could use that weakness to help me remember my strengths and to apply them and then help other people. So it's it you have to go through a certain level of discomfort in order to recognize this is an opportunity for growth. And I absolutely agree with that because with me and horses, it's the Western riding against the English riding. I am nowhere perfect at English riding. Mm -hmm. Western riding, I can do it with my eyes closed. It is what I grew up with. It's what I did. And I wrote English also because it was something that was needed. Yeah. But I always have to think about these little quirks of Western versus English. What was I really good at with Western and how could that apply to my English? I always think about that in life. What subject was I really good at and what kind of study habits did I have to be really good at that so that I can take this to what I'm not as strong at? Just benchmarking. Yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of times I've been uncomfortable. I remember being the only person at the horse show riding dressage in a pair of blue jeans and normal western boots. We don't do that in the horse world. <laughs> but I won first place. The judge told me I will allow you to ride as long as you are on point. The moment you fall, she said you're disqualified. Okay. Rode on point, pushed through, made enough money that I was able to buy me an English outfit. And that's all I'm about. I'm like, okay. I, I personally don't believe in a weakness. I believe it as being a teaching moment. Mm. I haven't learned this yet, so I'm not going to be perfect at it. It's now a challenge for me to push forward. There are a lot of things in life that you can be very unknowing, not as knowledgeable, not as good at, but who's to say you're weak because of that? You haven't learned it. We wouldn't go to Spain and be like, oh my God, I'm weak because I can't speak Spanish. <laughs> I wouldn't do I that. I would try to speak Spanish. I would be like, teach me. Let's make it a strength. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm fluent in two different languages and it is rough. There are days I wake up and I'm just like, Lord, what do you call the coffee machine in English? Because that's what I need to know. I go to work and I said, verbiage. And it's verbiage. <laughs> like, there's everything in life you have, you can be solid in or you can be not as solid in. But you have a choice to make. Do I use this to my, to my benefit to grow? Or do I call it my weakness? You want to know what, actually, as I hear you say this, mm -hmm. it kind of reminds me with disabled people. Mm. Like, look at Helen Keller, what she did. Incredible. And people with learning disabilities or people with, you know, which in college I used to write notes and, and pretty much read onto audio, create audio books of science textbooks for um, learning disabled, that's what they call them, students. And everybody has their own way of going through life. And it's ungrossly, it's just so grossly unfair that we say, oh, because you're in a wheelchair, you're weak, you don't walk. And, and for some odd reason, that's some kind of limitation, that's some kind of weakness. 
And it's like, so what? The person needs a ramp. Like, let's make the world more accessible for everyone. Uh-huh. And let's be a more accepting place of people who do not learn a certain way. It's like people with um, children with Down syndrome, autistic children. For me, when I look at these people, I go, there's something they know that we don't know. There's a way they see the world that we don't see the world. Why are we not mining them for information? Uh-huh. And letting them teach the, us about a perspective of the world. Why are we having to put them behind closed doors? Why do we, you know, and I think that it's changing. I think that our world is changing. But I think we do fail to recognize in others the, of the illusion of, of weakness mm-hmm. to acknowledge their strengths. Because there might be something there we don't know. That they can completely eliminate the world. Like that one girl had Grandin, the Grandin girl who was like autistic girl. Oh, Temple. Temple so Grandin. And she, she created that squeeze for the cattle. And to help them. And yeah. why are we not why are we not acknowledging this? Because she don't talk and look and speak and sound a certain way. We gotta put her in oh, oh she's special ed. Like really? She created something that nobody else could. And she saw it a certain way. That's why you don't conform to the world. You do you. You find these strengths, these weaknesses. You grow. You continue to grow. You take that strength and apply it to anywhere else you can in your life. Don't settle for somebody saying you're weak or that you have a weakness. You can grow in that area. It is not a weakness, nor is it a burden. It's a learning opportunity. And that's what people need to know. If you said to me, Daniel, can you lay a brick path? And I'd be like, no. Oh, you're weak. <laughs> Not where I can lift the bricks. I just have to learn. <laughs> I have to learn how to lay that. But you know what? Also, this makes me think of people who you think of strength as a way to manipulate and force their way through life. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't manipulate and force your way through life, then you are weak. You're beta. You're not alpha. You're beta. And I think that it's a very it's a travesty because I remember this one guy who the CEO of a business. And I remember this conversation. He said to me, if my children don't fear me, they don't respect me. And I'm thinking, so because you have to intimidate and scare your children, that's the only way you can get them to cooperate. That sounds like a weakness, not a strength. Uh, You see what I'm saying? It sounds like he doesn't know himself. If you don't know yourself and you're going to scare your kids into trying to listen to you. Uh, is that a true source of power? No. Is strength a source of power? No. What does that mean? Strength is not a source of power. Your head, your brain, your knowledge is the biggest source of power. What was it the Bible said? The meek shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. And it really is. So you don't have to force the world to change. You don't have to force the world to conform. Mm-hmm. It is really the concept of stratagem mm-hmm. and looking at opportunities and looking at the more harmonistic ways of the Temple Grandin example, mm-hmm. making a spiral to get the cows to go into the next pen, pen, mm-hmm. <laughs> pen to pen. sort them through. A, a genius. Did Absolutely. it take force? Did they have to beat the cows no. and be disharmonious with them? And the, she worked with their nature. Mm-hmm. And if, and if that's weakness, and if that's meekness, then count me in. Me too. I'll, I'll be weak with her. But for me, I consider that strength. Me too. Knowing what you can do in a subtle way to change the world, that's a strength. Knowing that you can do it, that's a strength. Knowing that you wake up every morning and you get yourself looking fly. 
That's a strength. Knowing that you wake yourself up is a strength. Don't let anybody tell you you have a weakness. You just tell them I'm learning and I have the opportunity to adapt myself to learn more. That's what strengths and weakness is about. That's right. You and I, we're strong mm. because we don't let somebody tell us no. Mm. We say, it's not right for you right now, but it's always right for me, honey. You're going to want me. <laughs> and that's a strength and a weakness. That's right. I love it. <laughs> Next time on Valuable Insight. Things. I mean, shoot, you could stub your tongue and say, dang, I put that cabinet too close to the door frame. <laughs> it's all about going through that trial and that error. And it's, it's a hard path, but it's also one of the most rewarding paths. See, was it, no. was it luxury? And that's what self-awareness is, is knowing that you can be happy outside of everything else. What makes you happy? What makes you happy, knowing that you can be happy without having to be on a trend, without having to feel like you have to conform. And it, I felt, as soon as I accepted myself and what I was going through and just called it out and said, this is what I'm going through, then that discomfort was starting to fade. Absolutely. <laughs>